0: Welcome to Bathing with God. Listener Mailbag. Listener Mailbag. Hey, Quad. Hey, what? We have another listener question. I know. This one comes from Randy. I know that too. Randy says, Hey, Glenn. I've tried to get into this Bathing with God thing. But I can't believe you can say this stuff with a straight face. You seriously are claiming that thoughts create reality? Do you want me to prove how stupid that is for you right here and right now? Close your eyes. Now, picture that I'm sitting right across from you. Think really hard and concentrate. Use all of your thought power to make me appear in front of you. Are you concentrating? Now, open your eyes. I bet I'm not there, am I? There. Now put away your magical thinking and stop making such a fool of yourself. Pull it together, man. Wow. Thanks, Randy. What do you think about that, Quad? What do I think about what? About Randy proving how stupid it is to think that thoughts create reality. I think he's right. Pull it together, man. He's right?
1: Yes. He is being consistent and true to his own way of thinking, which is, that it is stupid to think that thoughts create reality, in the way that he understands the reality of reality.
0: Wait, what? So thoughts don't create reality? Of course they do. I'm confused. Of course you are. Are you enjoying yourself? Of course I am. Will you just explain what you want to explain then? Of course I will. The word that is tripping you up here is reality.
1: Randy is right. If you think that you can defy the known laws of physics and just conjure up physical matter into existence from thoughts alone, that is magical thinking. Or if you think that you can levitate objects with your thoughts or move objects with your mind like a Jedi Knight, well, that's magical thinking too. And that is stupid or at least it is mistaken but that isn't really the best example to use to determine whether or not thoughts create reality the reality that thoughts create is much more real familiar and obvious so real familiar and obvious in fact that you usually don't even recognize that your thoughts are what is doing it let me share this Big Ideas Made Easy video from YouTube's very own Explanimator.
2: Whatever you do, don't think about a white bear. Think about anything else. A nice tropical beach, your first kiss, donuts. Just don't think about, <sighs> Okay, fine, it's not that easy. We love our brains, but we're actually not that great at controlling our thoughts. Why is that? Well, it would help if we actually knew what a thought was. Really, there are only two possibilities. Thoughts are either part of the material world, like maybe patterns of electricity generated by the neurons in our brains, or they're not part of the material world, like there's some cosmic consciousness that spans the universe, but that is completely undetectable by science. Yeah, let's go with option one. We know our brains are made of neurons and that those neurons exchange electrical signals with each other anywhere from 20 to 1,000 times a second. And with around 100 billion neurons in a typical human brain, that's a lot of activity. But most of it never rises to the surface to become a conscious thought. A lot of that subconscious activity is just the brain making sense of the various inputs it gets from the world. This is just raw perception, like the automatic light that switches on when you walk into a room. But how is perception different from thought? Well for one, we can think about things that aren't immediately in front of us. Like that sandwich you had for lunch an hour ago. But we can also think about things that we can't actually see directly. Like the event horizon of a black hole. Or the internet. And we can even think about things that can't really exist at all like a perfect circle. So somehow thoughts originate and stick around in our brains. But how? Well, the short answer is we don't know. But we do have ideas. Like researchers studying the brains of awake monkeys have found groups of neurons that fire together to form coordinated, complex patterns of electricity. When these patterns get strong enough, the brain spawns precise copies of them in different areas. These copies can go on to set off avalanches of further brain activity. But are they thoughts? Well, the patterns are complex and repeatable, so they may be a way for the brain to store and transmit information. But it's too early to tell if they actually are the physical basis of thought, or something else entirely. In any case, because thoughts arise from brain activity, and most brain activity is subconscious, it makes sense that we only have limited control over what we think about. And it gets doubly hard when we're told not to think about something. Some part of the brain has to keep track of whatever it is we're not supposed to be thinking about, if only to make sure we don't think about it. And just like it's nearly impossible to not think about something once you've been told not to think about it, there may be all kinds of thoughts that we simply can't think at all. So maybe that's why some of the mysteries of the universe are still beyond our mind's grasp. For now, at least, we can blame it on the brain.
1: What did you think?
0: What was your favorite
1: part of that message?
0: Well, I I guess my favorite part was that thoughts are either part of the material world or they aren't. And where do you fall on that? that everything is part of the material world even quantum energy of course because that's what forms the material world that's what i think too so let's explore then
1: what it means for something to be real i don't mean real as in a genuine painting versus a fake or someone's true intention as opposed to a deception i mean real as in actual tangible things that exist in the material world, like real man, like an actual tangible piece of the fabric of space-time man, that kind of real. Let's look at what you typically think of as physical matter. Physical matter includes solids, liquids, plasmas, and gases, right? And what determines if a clump of molecules is one of these states? temperature air pressure essentially the conditions of the environment it is in do you see then the significance of environment on the nature of reality do you see how an object is never really separate from its environment how all things interact with and influence all other things so you have solids liquids plasmas and gases but gases like the breath you breathe in and out from moment to moment, are so different from either liquids or solids in the way you experience them, that you probably have to pause when reminded that you are breathing physical matter into your body, that you are essentially constantly bathing in a sea of physical matter, a pixelated sea of energy in a variety of states and forms. There are atoms in everything around you. There is no such thing as empty space anywhere. That is the fabric of reality. Nothing exists anywhere that is not a part of the fabric of reality. Imagining Randy's face or voice in your mind is, obviously, not the same thing as Randy actually physically appearing in front of you for sure, but the act of imagining is still a real thing. What you imagine is still something that is really created in your mind. And your mind is just as much a part of reality as anything else. But its impact on how you experience reality is unparalleled. The awkward truth is that the only reality you ever really experience is the reality that is created by your mind.
0: Wait a minute reality is only what I imagine in my mind? No, reality
1: includes everything that exists. Your mind is only aware of a sliver of that reality. That sliver is 100% of what you experience as reality. But your experience of reality is filtered through your physical senses, rendered by your mind. Your mind is what you experience of reality thoughts that you think are patterns of synaptic flashes of energy. Your mind interprets those flashes into words that you think to yourself all the time. But tell me, are those synaptic flashes in your brain
0: real things? Are you asking me? Do I need to? Do you want to? Do you think I need or want to? You're confusing me again. Really? Is that
1: confusion real? was it created by your thoughts? The thoughts you think, and the proto-thought brain activity that forms those thoughts, are the result of hundreds of thousands of living, cooperating networks of cells that create your experience of reality. Thoughts are just as real as any solid, liquid or gas, just as real as the breath that you breathe into your lungs, they are just as real as neon lights that shine in a store window or the neon gas that illuminates the glass or the electricity that powers it all in fact that is a good way of thinking about thoughts picturing them as electrical circuits flashing morphing patterns that you create in your brain many of them are automatic if x then y programs that are simply a feature of your biologically evolved hardware but you also evolved the ability to make choices a complicated effort you take for granted involving the cooperation of hundreds of thousands of living cells within many regions of your brain you are able to direct this action much like i am doing as i deliberately choose right now which words to say and engage these cells to cooperate in ways that express what i am trying to express what is that if not creating reality with your thoughts do you understand what i'm saying Much like a beaver manipulates branches, twigs, mud, and leaves to build patterned networks of dams and waterways, creating new structures where those structures had not existed before, you create thoughts in your brain that literally change the landscape of your mind, which also changes the fabric of reality itself, as your mind is itself part of the fabric of reality. You call these networks neural pathways and they determine every experience you experience this probably sounds strange to you because you mainly think of reality as those things that you can see hear feel taste and smell but you do understand don't you that there are many real things that you cannot detect with those physical senses reality is the true nature of existence if something exists it is a tangible real thing, right? If something does not exist, you would say it is not real. But you cannot truly imagine something that does not exist, because the very act of imagining brings that thing into existence, at least as a thought form the form of an electrical pattern in your brain that did not exist before your thought beavers built that new patterned neural pathway network of synaptic firing dams. Thoughts are a different form of reality than the actual physical thing that you might be thinking of, but being a different kind of reality does not make it not real. Thoughts create reality in part because thought forms are themselves tangible patterns in the fabric of reality. That is difficult to grasp, because you do not typically see, feel, or hear your thoughts. You only see, feel, and hear the results of your thoughts. Your thoughts make you feel happy or sad, excited or angry, generous or exploitive, jealous or accepting, kind or cruel, And the proto-thoughts behind those thoughts, not only create your emotional reality, those proto-thoughts also create the reality that you see. When light hits your eyes, your retina creates electronic signals that travel through your optical nerve to a region in your brain that creates an image of what you are looking at. Did you follow that? The world you are looking at and interacting with right now is an image it is being created within your brain, by your brain, using the same proto-thought cooperation of neurons that creates your thoughts. Is that image real? Thoughts also narrate your moment-to-moment experience and understanding of reality. Thoughts tell you whether to trust another person, whether you are interested in another person, whether you want to help another person, Thoughts tell you where you want to eat, what you want to eat, how much you want to spend, how much you can afford. Thoughts tell you how you want to spend your time, what you want to do, what you think about what you want to do, and what it all means to you while you are doing it. Thoughts are telling you what you think about what you are hearing from me right now. Thoughts are also currently creating what I am saying to you right now. So are you trying to tell me? that just because it is impossible for anyone to defy the known laws of physics by conjuring up a person just by thinking them into the room that it is also impossible or ridiculous to claim that thoughts create your reality the reality that is shaped and formed and constantly commented on by your thoughts even when you sleep at night and dream are you telling me that this is not what is really going on What is the alternative? That you live a completely thoughtless life? So tell me, Randy. Did you think about your question before you asked it, or not?
0: Ouch. Why so hard on Randy? Don't worry. It's not directed
1: at the real Randy. Just the imaginary thought form of Randy that I have created right here within the fabric of your own divine imagination.
0: A different kind of real, of a different kind of Randy. All right, well, <laughs> well, that wasn't obfuscacious at all. Really? You think? Thank you for listening to Bathing with God. If you like what you just heard and would like to purchase a print or Kindle version of the complete book, search for it on Amazon.com or go to the website BathingWithGod.com And if you really, really like what you just heard, share it with someone you love. And give me a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you use. You can also like our Facebook page and subscribe to the Bathing with God YouTube channel. And if you'd like to reach out to me personally, you can email me, Osland, at, at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And probably so would Quad. Oh yeah, bring it. Thanks again for listening to Bathing, Bathing with, with God. God.